Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where, as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ. Uh, Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program where we teach people how to invest in real estate with the goal of building a second stream of income. This is based off of a principle. I have yet to see an exception to this that... Warren Buffett brought up, he said, never depend on a sole source of income like a job. Always invest to create a second stream of income. And he's not referring to stocks, mutual funds, gold, silver, crypto, because they're not income producing assets. He's talking about income producing assets like businesses and primarily real estate because 90% of the millionaires in the world used real estate as their main vehicle. And we teach our students how to buy single-family houses, uh, little apartment complexes, big 500-unit apartment complexes, self-storage, senior living, um, hotels, strip shopping, you name it. If it's in the real estate space, and it produces cash flow, we're investing in it. And we have primarily passive investors. The majority of our members are passive investors. And I got a lot of emails over the last few days about what is a passive investor. A passive investor is someone who invests in real estate, just like it sounds, passively. I am a passive investor. All I do is passive investing. What I do is I find competent, professional GPs, general partners, we call them sponsors. The sponsor does all the work. They locate the deal, negotiate the deal, um, manage the deal, and sell the deal. Everything. The passive investor does nothing but put up part of the money. So, as a what is a passive investor? There, first off, there's two types of passive investors. There's, this is, by the way, what what I'm talking about now is legally, there are only two types of passive investors. There are very specific laws that control who can and cannot invest passively. The first one is called an accredited investor. This is someone who makes 250000 a year or more or has a million dollars or more in the bank, not including their home. Not including their home. This has to be investable assets. Now, the million dollars could be in an IRA, 401k, any combination thereof, cash, gold, silver, crypto... If they've got a million dollars worth of assets, they're accredited and they're allowed to invest passively. 
The second type of person who's allowed to legally invest passively is what's known as a sophisticated investor. <clears throat> Excuse me. A sophisticated investor doesn't have a million bucks, but they know what they're doing. They have educated themselves to the point that they can make good, safe, logical decisions as to whether or not a deal will work or not. They know what they're doing. Now, the accredited investor, the person with a million dollars or 250,000 a year income, doesn't know what they're doing as a rule. And that's where a very dangerous thing comes up called the dumb doctor deal. The dumb doctor deal is more appropriately called the dumb high income earner deal. People with high incomes, bear with me because this is said with respect because I've done this. I did this when I bought my first apartment complex. They think that because they're successful doctors, attorneys, business owners, they got a couple million in the bank, they make a million a year, and they say to themselves, man, I got it going on. I know what I'm doing. I'll be a great investor. And they go out and they start investing. These people are notorious for doing bad deals. They do them all the time. That's why there's the joke out there, oh, another dumb doctor deal. They go do bad deals because they don't know what they're doing. Arrogance, pride, makes them think they know what they're doing because they know how to be a doctor or run a business or whatever. But think about this. I could be arrogant and say, I got a couple million in the bank. I make a million a year. I'd be a great doctor. Is there any sense to that at all? No. Just like it doesn't make any sense that just because you're a good doctor or attorney or business owner, you're going to be a good investor. No. At Total Wealth Academy, we require all of our passive investors to be sophisticated. I don't even like taking accredited investors into my deals unless they're sophisticated. See, we have 15 hours of training that teaches people how to analyze self-storage, senior living, apartment complexes, how to analyze all types of commercial deals, how to understand NOI, COI, uh, IRR, ARR, everything that goes into evaluating a deal. They know how to do it. So... A competent passive investor can be accredited, but you must, if you're going to do this well, this is not easy. If you're going to do this well and get it right, you better be sophisticated too. You better have taken somebody's courses on passive investing or you're going to end up in the dumb doctor deal. So the passive investors, again, what they do is they put up part of the money, 
and just receive a check every quarter. They do have to read reports every month, you know, profit and loss statements, rent rolls, things like that, but they don't do anything else. This allows a passive investor to build wealth with real estate while focusing on their career, their family, their fun, and everything else. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. put money in the bank or pay your insurance premium, they take that money and go buy real estate with it. Why? Because it gives the highest rate of return and is the lowest risk. This is called passive investing. Due to some recent changes in the laws, you can now invest the exact same way. Total Wealth Academy can show you how. Visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend our free sample class on real estate investing. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we've been talking about exactly what a passive investor is. And I just got an email from a Casey, and she's wondering how much money to get started. You need $70,000 or more. It can be in an IRA, 401k, anywhere, cash, gold, silver. If you got $70,000 or more, you can be a passive investor at Total Wealth Academy and work with our 30 or 40 sponsors. Um, the rest of this email is kind of, well, it is personal. Um, I'm going to answer this without reading it. Um, Casey, everything that you said is incorrect. Um, you are fully capable of handling every problem that you sent to me. It may be that you need some support. Um, our members have unlimited question and answer with the wealth coaches for as long as they're a member here. And I think that would be a huge benefit to you. I'm going to say something kind of crude, but you need to listen to this, Casey. This is from the Wolf of Wall Street. The only thing standing between you and your goals is the BS story that you use to tell yourself why you can't achieve it. That's the only thing. You are in the United States of America. It, it may be the greatest capitalist society on the planet. There is more opportunity here than just about anywhere in the world. There is nothing stopping you. The government, the president, your boss, all those, the marketplace, the economy, all those are excuses people use. Casey, I've made money under every 
president, including Joe Biden. I've made money in every economy. I've made money in every market. It's all this stuff that the news gives you. It tries to tell you it's a bad economy. You can't succeed right now. It's it's a bad marketplace. You can't succeed. It's all be it's all BS. Do it anyway. Ignore all this garbage that's in your head. Um, I mean, you've worked for the same company, I think, 20 years, if I get this right. That's an accomplishment. You could have worked for yourself for 20 years. You are capable. Believe in yourself and get in here. Um, go to Casey, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. Your first step is to watch the free sample class. Get into the office, watch that thing live. Just click on the free sample class on the front page of TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay, the next thing I want to address is something I did a couple of weeks ago. It's a presentation on a technique that I use to kind of incorporate my fears and insecurities into my life as positive motivation. Now, you've got to understand that using fear as a motivator can be dangerous, and I'll explain why. But what I've learned is that you can't just ignore or get rid of fear. It's, we evolved with it in our instinct, our brain. It's there. And to say, well, I'm just going to not be afraid and move forward. To me, that's an unrealistic concept. They were giving the Medal of Honor to a Marine one time. And... They said, the president, as he was giving him the award, mentioned something to the effect of, you weren't afraid. And the Marines stopped him and said, no, I was afraid. I just didn't have any other choice. I did what I had to do. Very humble statement. But that's how it is if you're going to be realistic. It's not that every fear you have about building wealth for yourself and your family with real estate is going to go away. It's not. You just got to do it anyway. Because what else are you going to do? What are you going to do to build wealth? What's your plan? It's not going to work in the stock market. Stock market average is 7%. You're not going to get rich that way. Gold, silver, crypto. Yeah, a few people get lucky, but that's exactly what it is, luck. And you know how I know it's luck? Because none of them can do it twice. I love these guys that and gals that brag, I picked these stocks and I made millions. Okay, do it again. 
They can't because they got lucky. They weren't geniuses that figured it out. No one's been able to figure it out. No one. They got lucky. That's why they can't do it again. So what are you going to do? 90% of the millionaires used real estate. What are you going to do? But as I say that, every fear that you have about investing in real estate comes up. So the objective of this show today is to show you how to face any fear by building up a burning desire for what you want out of life. And I want you to, this one is so disturbing to me. Do you know that the number one cause of failure is fear? And guess what it's a fear of? Failure. Does that not warp your mind like it does mine? The fear of failure is the biggest cause of failure. It comes down to this. Oddly enough, see, what you think about most will manifest itself. If you're afraid of something, and you think about it, and you dwell on it, and you let it fester, it's going to come true. I know a guy who has a business, and his biggest fear is competition. His biggest fear is competition. Talked about it all the time. Sues everybody that does anything like he does. He's just cowardly about competition. The guy screws over his partner. Guess what the partner did? Started a competitive company. See, because he thought about it all the time, because it was his biggest fear, he manifested it himself. He created his own competition by screwing over his partner. And I could give you a thousand examples of where people, if you think about something and you fear it, that's what's going to come true. So beware. Now, as we go through the rest of this, we'll use several words interchangeably. One is fear. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about fear, but a fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that something is either going to be harmful or dangerous, that you're going to get hurt. That is what fear is. You, you're, somehow you think something's going to hurt you. But notice in that definition, there's the word belief. Belief, a fear, is actually a belief. And to define belief, a belief is anything we feel relatively secure about as being true. 
it doesn't necessarily have to be true we just have to think it's true the dangerous thing about beliefs is this does a belief have to be true to be debilitating the answer is no a false belief let's say that you have this fear that rental real estate consumes a bunch of time that it's late night phone calls and AC's going out all the time and all this stuff you have that belief it's not true but it doesn't matter the fact that you believe it paralyzes you and keeps you from taking action just as effectively as if it was true beliefs do not have to be true to destroy your life so fear and belief they're really interchangeable if you've got a fear that's a belief they're the same thing you've got to control what you're afraid of all right we got to go to break we'll, when we come back from the break we'll talk more about fear and desire and I'll give you some tips on how to use fear to motivate you positively. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're going through some definitions so that you understand what I'm talking about during this workshop or the radio show. Um, the next one is evidence. It's the available, available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief or proposition is true or valid. Problem. When people are delusional, they'll call evidence anything they want you know and it's it's dangerous I mean just it's unbelievable what people will believe um, so evidence you need to really check the source behind any belief you have and see if there's evidence to back it up and if there's not don't be delusional let go of that belief even if it's painful even if it's painful Next one is desire. This is a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. These desires really are your goals in life. Then there's the goal. Let's define that. The object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. As you can see, goals and desires are really the same thing. So let's talk about fear. Fear I got this from Zig Ziglar when I was 16, very first motivational book I ever read. Um, he called fear false evidence appearing real. False evidence or belief appearing real. 
And again, think about it. Does a belief have to be true to be debilitating? No. My fear was similar to what I described earlier in that I had almost lost my wife when I was working 70 hours a week. So when I quit that job and saved my marriage, when I thought about buying rental property, I was afraid that I was going to get back in the position where I was working 70 hours a week and I'd lose my wife. I had that fear. So I didn't buy rent property. I kept flipping, 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 three years. Well, one of my mentors came by. Now, understand this. This guy had 123 rent houses. And he vacationed out of the country one to two weeks a month. He comes up to me and he goes, Steve, what in the world are you doing still flipping? When are you going to buy some rental property and actually own some assets? And of course, what did I say? I'm scared to because rental property consumes a bunch of time. But how many of you have figured out what's wrong with that conversation? I'm telling a guy who vacations a week or two a month and has 123 rent houses that rent houses consume a bunch of time. Do you get the stupidity of my comment? I did. Because the minute it came out of my mouth, I was like, that was ridiculous. And I bought my very first rent house within two months. 30 days to find it, 30 days to close it. So almost immediately. And I learned something at this juncture too. I had always been taught the middle class and poor belief, learn from other people's what? Mistakes. Uh-uh. That doesn't do any good. You want to learn from other people's successes. A wise person learns from other people's successes. Think about it. If you go out and learn from other people's mistakes, and you learn every mistake there is, you learn everything that doesn't work, does that mean you know what does work? No. No, you want to be learning from other people's successes. So, here's a funny, a funny thing. Did you know that whatever you're afraid of is exactly what you should do? If you want to study this, David Goggins has a book called Can't Hurt Me. David Goggins Can't Hurt Me. He was a, there was no reason this guy should succeed. He was beaten as a child. His mother was beaten. They ended up on the street. He went through every kind of emotional and physical pain that you can possibly imagine growing up. And he ended up one of the, a SEAL in the U.S. Navy. I think he lost like 150 pounds to become a SEAL in the US Navy. You think about that. And his strategy in life and the reason he's successful is because wherever he sees fear that's what he aims for. And it has propelled him to success. Aim at your fears and you will achieve your goals.
Remember two, courage is resistance of fear, mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. Mark Twain said that. So I hope you're kind of getting a feel for what I said at the beginning, which is fear doesn't go away. You have to resist it, master it, and use the tool that I'm about to share with you. Here's what Dale Carnegie Carnegie said. Do the thing you fear to do and keep on doing it. That's the quickest and surest way ever yet discovered to conquer fear. Just do it. Especially when it's something other people are doing successfully. You do realize 90% of the millionaires in America used real estate. And for some reason you think it won't work for you? You do realize that's, that's pretty messed up. That's not a good way to think. So, desire is the starting point to creating and overcoming fear. Now, notice I said it creates the fear. Once you start desiring something, your brain is start going to start pumping you full of fears. Um, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have the time. You don't have the money. You, I know every one of you sensing this. You're hearing that in the back of your head, aren't you? So do you see how the desire to build a second stream of income with real estate creates fears? But desire is also the key to overcoming them. So why are fears so debilitating? You'll do three times as much to avoid pain, fear, as you will to gain pleasure. Three times as much. So, like I talk about the ego, there's no way to get rid of fear completely, so you must control it and make it your ally. Make it your ally. Some of you have figured out what the tool is already. The tool is use your fears as motivators because fear will motivate you three times as much as positive motivation will. Three times. So let's talk about the big fear, the number one fear, fear of failure. First off, you can't be afraid to fail. You've got to beat this one out of your head for the simple reason that everybody fails. There's a guy on the radio that said, oh, I, I've never failed. Yes, he has. He has many, 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 many times. More than just about anybody I know. It is okay to fail. People will say, to Michael Jordan. You're the one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Michael will stop you and say, wait a minute, you're only talking about the successes. You're not mentioning that I missed 9,000 shots in the NBA. 9,000 times Michael Jordan failed 
to become successful. If you listen to Arnold, he made movies that were awful. He lost bodybuilding competitions. He lost weightlifting competitions. He failed over and over and over again. Would you consider Schwarzenegger a failure? No. See, the only people that don't fail are people who are doing nothing with their lives or they're dead. <laughs> That's it. The only people that don't fail are either not trying or they're dead. Everybody fails. The key to it, when you fail, when you fall down, when you get knocked down, get up, try again. As Arnold says, that is a winner. If you fall down and stay down, that is a loser. A winner is a loser who never gave up. All right, when we come back from the break, I'm going to share with you the fears that I have that I use to motivate myself. Since I can't get rid of the fear, I'm going to use it to motivate myself. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and a couple of you emailed me um, about the event tonight. There is a free event for members, their guests, and non-members. It's from 6.30 to 9. We will be serving uh, flatbread from Panera Bread uh, before the event, and we will have uh, cocktails, beer and wine, and other snacks from 6.30 to 7. Then the speakers go on. The speakers will be discussing everything from purchasing their first apartment complex to a little eight unit, but that really is an apartment. But Andy, who's speaking, will also be talking about his single family journey. So you'll see case studies of everything from single family homes to little eight unit apartments to 60, 70 unit apartments to over 100 units. Uh, this is, again, a free event. It's a lot of fun, and you get educated at the same time. So those of you that emailed me, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash spotlight. We call it the Spotlight Night. If you would like to come this evening, it's a free event. T go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash spotlight and you can reserve a seat there totalwealthacademy.com forward slash spotlight 
Okay, when we finish the last segment, um, I was about to share with you how what fears I use to motivate myself. Because remember, you'll do three times as much to avoid these things as you will to gain your goal. So they can be incredibly motivating. So here's my main list. I have a bunch more. Some of them are very personal, so I don't share them. But the big one, being broke. I just don't like it. If I see something I want, I want to have the freedom to go, I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy it. If I want to give a gift, if I want to make a donation, I want to be able to do it. And I knew that I would have to make a lot of money with my life to be in that position. So being broke, the fear of being broke motivates me. The next fear, I'm afraid of not achieving my goals and living with regret. Regret scares me to death because I've seen it. I see people in their late 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're, you can just see it in their eyes. Some of them even say it to me. I wish I had started 20 years ago. That's regret, and it weighs tons. It's painful. I am scared to death of regret and the need to achieve my goals, to avoid it, is a major motivator. The other one, the third one, missing out on life. Just surviving. Living paycheck to paycheck. That scares me to death. That motivates me. I don't want to miss out on life. It's flipping short as can be. And people are just sitting on their butts with a job, doing nothing with their lives, and living paycheck to paycheck for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. I don't want that feeling because that also leads to regret. The fourth fear that motivates me is leaving no legacy for my family, retiring broke, having to rely, you know, mooch off of my kids to be able to survive. That scares me to death. And this one may sound odd, but I'm scared to death of destroying my family by being broke or retiring broke and alienating my children, mooching off of them or whatever. So that's kind of similar to leaving no legacy, but I keep it separate. Um, so here's the tool. Those of you that are wise enough to have your goals written down, take a page in that book and write everything that motivates you. Your children, your spouse, wanting to give the charity, all the positive things that motivate you. To the right of that, make a list of all the negative things that motivate you. Because you've got to remember, I know I've said it over and over, you will do three times as much to avoid that pain as you will to gain the pleasure on the left side of the page three times as much. It's three times as motivating. So 
have a list of your positive motivators and have a list of your negative motivators. Now, there's a warning. I kind of alluded to this earlier. Using fear to motivate yourself, using your insecurities and fears, misuse can lead to the dark side. What is the dark side? Blaming. Blaming. If you don't use the fears in a positive manner, you'll start blaming. You'll start blaming your parents. They didn't love you enough. They didn't treat you right. You'll blame your high school teachers, your college professors. You'll, bl you'll blame the government. You'll blame the president. You'll blame the market. You'll blame the economy. Blaming destroys your life. It is deadly. So be cautious. Make sure that these fears don't move you over to blaming. You want to use fears that will motivate you to take action on your goals. But the key to this is you can't get rid of your fears. So why not use them to motivate yourself to take action? That tool right there has changed my life. I no longer run away from fears. I no longer feel insecure. I just face them and incorporate them into my strategy and use them as motivating factors. So, one final thought from Abraham Maslow, the psychologist. In life, you will either step forward into growth or backward into safety. Let me read that again because it's if you really get what he's saying, you'll see why fear can be so dangerous. You will step either forward into growth or backward into safety. If your fears are keeping you from taking action, you're moving backward into safety, into the past, into the known, into boredom, frustration, mediocrity. Don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. Okay, there's my little tool for using if, and many of you probably saw a correlation of how I use my ego to motivate myself in positive ways instead of negative because you can't get rid of your ego. Well, make it your ally. The same thing goes for fear. Use your fear, use your ego to push yourself and propel you towards your goals. And they become extremely powerful motivators. Very powerful motivators. All right, we just got a couple more. Ooh, I think we only got about a minute. Um, let me see if I've got another email here, and I'll answer that. I think I do. Um, this comes from... I'm going to leave it anonymous. There's no name anywhere. 
Um, okay, hundred grand in an IRA. That's enough. You can get started as a passive investor. You are going to have to roll that over into a self-directed IRA. There's no tax or penalty to do that. Um, you want to replace about 4000 a month. I would give yourself about five years. About five years. If you had four hundred grand, you could probably do it in two years. Um, and a lot and actually do a lot more than four grand a month. Um, I think that's all the questions you had. Yeah, I would give myself, you're young, five years is, you know, I'm sure you would love to do it in one year, but five years to be able to get out of your job, technically retire, is not a long time. Because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're probably not going to even retire in 35 years. So, yeah, please come to our free sample class or come to the event tonight. Check us out at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.